0: How do you prepare financially for tougher economic times? Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical Um, tips on business and money so you can thrive, and as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to prosper by being an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bold Carey. I'm your host for this show, Thrive 1110, and you can catch up on previous episodes um, by going on the chri.ca website, or you can also go to uh, thrive1110.ca That's thrive1110.ca uh, to catch up on previous episodes. And while you're there, just say hi so you, so I know you are listening. It's always encouraging when I hear from you. That way I know that I'm not just speaking alone here. Um, you can also find Thrive 1110 on all the other um, main podcast platforms like Apple Podcast and Spotify. So this week... Um, The bank, actually, this past week, the Bank of Canada raised its interest rate to 0.5%. And uh, I believe that was the first raise since 2018. And um, most people think there's a consensus um, towards the fact that uh, this rate will keep increasing uh, throughout this year and even into next year. And all of that is actually an attempt by the Bank of Canada to um, put a lid on inflation to prevent um, the cost of things, of goods and services, um, going higher and higher. So um, it's one of the tools that actually um, the Bank of Canada has to uh, try and keep the inflation at its target level, um, which is around 2%. But right now, we are above 5% in terms of inflation. And um, actually, in one of the previous episodes, actually in two of the previous episodes of Thrive 1110, I talked about the inflation that we're seeing here. Um, and um, at that time, there was no war in Ukraine. Um, and the fact that this terrible situation has, um, um, has manifested, has materialized, it actually accentuates the state. Of inflation, and already, um, and I'm sure you've already noticed that energy prices are going up. Uh, the price of gas, the price of oil, um, they have definitely increased on the markets. Um, you've already seen a sharp increase in these prices at the station, but it is likely that they will continue to increase unless something changes drastically and uh, brings those prices to uh, stabilize or even back to um, what we are more accustomed to. So inflation is basically the fact that um, in order to buy goods and services, the same goods and services, we are paying more dollars. And there are several causes to that. I won't go back and expand on that because you can go back to thrive1110.ca, thrive one 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 zero.ca and listen to episodes 10 and 11 to have a fuller, um, um, a more complete backdrop on the inflation um, that we're seeing today in Canada. So the question that we are trying to answer today, that we're trying to address today is how to prepare financially for tougher economic times, for tougher financial times. And, um, This topic actually goes beyond how to face inflation. Uh, It addresses what we need to do to be prepared when times are tough in general, not just because of inflation, but when times are tough in general, um, because no one knows exactly what will happen in our world in the coming weeks and months. And uh, we have to prepare for the possibility that things may go downhill, so that um, we are actually not caught off guard and given to stress and panic. It, um, it reminds me of this Proverbs um, Proverbs twenty seven twelve that says The wise see danger ahead and prepare, and the fool ignores the facts and suffers consequences. I'll repeat that Proverbs twenty seven twelve says The wise see danger ahead and prepare and the fool ignores the facts and suffers consequences. So, if you ignore the facts, because the facts are maybe displeasing to you, or not necessarily match your theology, and if you ignore that possibility that our economy and life in general can become more challenging, and you end up suffering, don't end up saying that this is God's will that you suffer or that God is in control of the mess you would be in. Please please understand here, and, and forgive me if this sounds harsh or even insensitive, um, but just too often we as Christians ignore God's promptings and advice, end up in a bad place, and then turn around and blame God for our situation, wondering how this could happen to us, if god is all loving etc etc and i'm not saying this in a judgmental way because i actually include myself in that because i'm not immune myself to that kind of foolishness but this is just a reminder for all of us me included that when we ignore the promptings of god when we ignore the facts when we ignore um and neglect to consider and ponder things Because maybe the facts may render us uncomfortable or don't match our theology, or etc. etc. We can end up in a place of suffering, and that would not be God's fault, and that would not be God's will, because He would have forewarned us ahead of time, well ahead of time. But again, that's 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 where our God shows how unique He is, of a God, as He continually looks upon us with grace and tells us he loves us and invites us to repentance and obedience in the midst of our suffering and and hear me well here i'm not saying that all suffering in which you find yourself it's is because you disobeyed god's prompting that's not what i'm saying either so don't get me wrong there i'm just talking about these specific instances like it says in proverbs 27:12 that the wise see danger ahead and prepare And the fool ignores the facts and suffers. So I'm talking about these specific instances where we find ourselves in unnecessary suffering because we were rather foolish than wise, as Proverbs 27 teaches us. So there are some sufferings that that, that are not necessary for us, that we actually don't need to go through. That there are not God's will, God God's will for us, and we we just need to to avoid this by just obeying God's word. And um, I like the fact that even in Proverbs one verse uh, twenty, it says that wisdom cries aloud in the streets, in the public square. It's as if you can even picture wisdom standing in, in the public square and 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 crying out loud to capture your attention and, and, and to divert you from going the wrong path. So God speaks and he speaks always and he always seeks to actually um, lead us on the path of life and life abundant. And um, that's why it's important to think about preparedness when we're thinking of potential difficult times ahead of us um for example last um in recent episodes of thrive 1110 i was um um, interviewing guest ruby Lohidioni, and she she told us about the five d's which were five areas of of preparedness that um, could apply to businesses ministries and even to your personal finances as well and um I so loved these five Ds that I, that I just want to repeat them. So these five Ds are actually uh, um, areas where our plans can be de- derailed um, and, and force us to, to pivot. So death, disability, divorce, disagreement, and disruption. I won't go back um, um, to say what each of these Ds mean. You can simply go back on thrive1110.ca, thrive1110.ca, and you can um, catch this episode. It's called The 5 Ds of Exiting. There's a part one and a part two to that. But let's get back on track here. So the subject we're dealing with today is how to prepare financially in, in anticipation or because of the possibility of harder economic and financial times. So let's dive into our Let's Get Practical section. Okay. Bold. Let's get practical. So, in our Let's Get Practical section today, um, I want to borrow um, an acronym of a guy named Ethan Pope. I met him back in 2015, and um, he wrote a book called Prepare, uh, which I actually encourage you all to get. Um, it's it's mainly written from an American um, perspective, but the principles do apply universally. So, um, in his book Prepare, Ethan Pope came up with um, with an acronym, and uh, in that acronym, he he actually lays out a plan that every believer can follow. It uh, doesn't matter if if you don't have a business or if you're a business owner or a ministry leader, um, you can follow this acronym to be prepared financially uh, for tougher economic times. And that acronym is very simple and very easy to remember. And um, it is PREP. That's it. PREP. So the P in PREP stands for Prepare Spiritually. The R in in uh, PREP stands for Reallocate Resources. The E in PREP stands for Economize Lifestyle. And the P in PREP stands for Pay Off Debt. And I'm going to walk us through... Um, these um, letters, P-R-E-P, prep. So that's the plan, the game plan, to uh, be prepared financially to face tougher financial and economic situations. So let's start with P, which is prepare spiritually. And uh, I'm actually going to start by reading this passage um, from Matthew chapter 7, uh, verse 24 to 27. And I'm going to read it now uh, from the New Living Translation, and it it goes this way. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock but anyone who hears me teaching and doesn't obey and doesn't obey it is foolish like a person who builds a house on sand when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house it will collapse with a mighty crash so we can see that in both cases it's it's talking about building a house the difference is on what grounds the house is built So it would be really foolish and unwise to start talking about technical financial things as you seek to prepare for um, economic downturns without talking about the foundation. And I know many people don't like hearing that because they think it's just blah, blah, and it's just, okay, theory and, 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 and good words and stuff. But Until you realize that that's an actual foundation and that it is more real and more tangible and more concrete than all the financial stuff you can be doing, which is actually um, um, equivalent to building the house, it's just a matter of time. Because when a storm hits, that's where you will understand the value of building on that solid rock, which is being prepared spiritually which is actually not just knowing the biblical wisdom about money and and, and possessions, etc., but actually applying them, studying them, meditating on them, applying them, and having our heart at the right place. So we need to prepare ourselves spiritually so we can actually hear from God. If there's one single person we need to hear, it's not me. It's not five, eleven, ten. 1110. It's not any other expert there speaking to you about uh, financial preparedness and do this and do that. If there's one single person that you want to be attentive and listen to, is definitely Holy Spirit. But how can you hear him clearly in your specific case if you are not preparing yourself spiritually, if you're not being intentional I'm not talking going to church and going to this um, little prayer group or this little... No, these are all good things. But if you're not really intentional about preparing and making sure that you set yourself in a position where you can hear Holy Spirit's voice, this is not wise. So prepare spiritually. And as you prepare spiritually and work at hearing Holy Spirit in your life, speaking to you clearly, giving you directions. Another thing is definitely to pray about that. Jesus would say that he does what the Father, what he sees the Father do. He does what he sees the Father do, and, and so should we. So pray according to what is being shown to you by Holy Spirit as you are intentional in hearing him. Not just about financial uh, matters of your life, but in every aspect of your life. As you hear him, pray about it and repent if he shows you something that you need to repent from. That is, it's not just saying, okay, Lord, forgive me. But really, it's about turning, changing direction, changing your path. Um, So repent and obey to what he shows you. So all of that enters into what I would call prepare spiritually in the P, um, um, in this acronym from Ethan Pope in his book, Prepare, which I encourage you to get. Uh, Prepare, that's the name of the book, and the author um, uh, is Ethan Pope. So when we talk about um, preparing spiritually, one thing that is key is obviously spending time, being intentional to read the Bible, to read God's Word, not only read it, but meditate on it, study it, and you'd say, well, bold, I don't have time, I'm busy, this, and that. If you're too busy to spend quality time reading the Word, meditating on it, studying it, then you're really too busy. Then something is definitely misplaced. And I'm saying that with love and just encouraging you to go back and revisit what you put in your life, what you say yes to in your life without realizing it's taking you away from the very source of your life. So you need to find time, quality time, regularly to read God's word, meditate on it and study it. And meditating when it simply means like sometimes people make it sound as it is something complicated or magical. No, it simply means um, what you've read, think about it. Um, think about it as if you are maybe a movie director and if you're going to make a movie about what you just read and maybe yourself, you're an actor in that movie. Think about it in those terms, for example, and, um, and um, that will help you uh, meditate on God's word because in reality, all day long, we are meditating on things. It's just a matter of what are we meditating on. When, you, when you're thinking about that meal that you're going to eat, when you're thinking about that problem or that thing and that thing, you're actually meditating on them. So choose to meditate on God's word and to study it. Be intentional about that. Um, there are over 23 passages in the Bible talking about money and possessions. Jesus taught about money. Possessions more than all other things combined, I'm not saying that to say that money is the most important thing in the Bible that you should learn about. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, and actually what Jesus himself said in Luke sixteen and in Matthew, he said that money is the primary competitor versus God for our heart, and I can hear you saying, well okay okay on that on that on that side, I'm fine, I'm good." I don't have that issue or that problem of money really competing for my heart, um, etc. And I would reply to you with love and respect. Really? Really? So um, I won't go further than that. That may be the topic of another episode, but prepare spiritually. That's key. And that's foundational. Without that, we're not even talking about any other thing. Prepare spiritually. Second, reallocate resources. And as you seek to reallocate resources, seek to make giving a financial priority. <laughs> that can sound counterintuitive. Making giving a financial priority. And I was having a conversation recently with someone, um, uh, with a believer. And we were having the conversation about giving. And and uh, really... Giving is not about giving your 10% or whatever percentage you you end up giving and checking that box off. No, that's not really giving. There is so much power and so much benefits in giving with the right attitude and giving the right way that we can't even begin to comprehend. Uh, First, As you give, you are building eternal provisions. You are really building an eternal storehouse, heavenly accounts. And I don't have time to expand on that right now. But also, and maybe as it ties in well to prepare spiritually, when you give, what you're actually saying is that money is not your master is that money is not your source of peace, but rather God. So when you determine to separate yourself from some of your income, some of your assets, and give it to God's kingdom, what you are in essence doing is that you are declaring the camp to which you belong. You are reaffirming the camp to which you belong. And that is powerful. And maybe we'll expand on this another time, but let me leave it um, 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 like this for today. So when I talk about reallocate resources, number one, make giving a financial priority. Number two, have a financial review with your CKA. That is, have a financial review with your certified kingdom advisor. A certified kingdom advisor is a financial professional who beyond the financial credentials is deeply trained in biblical matters regarding finances and can help you live out your faith in that area of finances as well. So if you don't have a certified kingdom advisor, send me an email, bold at thrive1110.com or or go to thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca and send me a message as I can help you as a CKA. So have a financial review with your CKA. So that was the second thing, reallocate resources. Now let's go to the E in prep, which is economize lifestyle. And the question I would like to ask you here is, are there things that you don't need in your life, which are costing you money? Or I could ask the question a different way. Are you pursuing specific things or or specific lifestyle or or specific possessions? And yeah, that could apply to you even if you think you're not materialistic. Are you pursuing a specific lifestyle, specific ventures, specific possessions, etc.? Because maybe unconsciously, that's where your satisfaction comes from. I like what Paul says in Philippians 4, um, 11, 13. He, he, he talks about the fact that he, he learned to be content. To be content. Not just to endure. Not just to be suffering in silence, waiting for a better time. Not just that he uh, endured waiting to be in a better financial or lifestyle position or a better situation with his business. Uh, or a better real estate situation. No, he has learned to be content in whatever situation, whether in lack or in plenty. So where is your peace coming from? Where is your sense of security and contentment coming from? Is that found in your relationship with God? Or is that found in what you have? If you have money in your bank account, if you're able to pay your bills or not, etc. etc. Where have you placed your trust? Think again. So that was economize lifestyle. And get rid of anything actually that don't add value to your life, that doesn't actually increase your return on life. When I when I do financial planning with uh, people as a CKA, one of the concepts that I like to focus on is what is called return on life, beyond return on investments. Because many times when people think about um, uh, money and financial planning and investments, what comes to mind first is, okay, how can I make more money? Or how can I invest this money and get a better return? Or how can I make sure that this money is safe, et cetera? But a better question is, how can your life improve in light of biblical wisdom? How can you live a better life with the resources you have? And that's return on life. So um, that concept of return on life, I really put it here at the heart of this E, economized lifestyle. Um, again, if you need um, to consult a CKA, a certified kingdom advisor, you can reach out to me bold at thrive1110.com. That's my email. Or, um, sorry, you you go to thrive1110.ca and you you reach out to me through the form that is there. So a number, um, the last point there is P, the last P there of PrEP is pay off debt. And uh, it might sound harsh, but paying off debt actually equates to breaking the chains of slavery. Paying off debt is actually breaking chains of slavery. Debt is not viewed as sin in the Bible, but it is viewed as enslaving. Proverbs 22.7 says, The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. In some versions you'll read servant, but the actual word is actually slave to the lender. So, have a plan in place to get rid of your debt. Consumer debt and then debts like mortgages, etc., and investment debts. So, have a plan, have a clear strategy to get rid of your debts. And again, use the help of a certified kingdom advisor to, to do that. So, we've talked today about um, how you can prepare financially for upcoming, possible upcoming economic downturn, tough times financially. It's a possibility. And I want every one of us to be prepared so that we don't have to suffer um, needless consequences. Um, You can do it. You can do it. So let's go and do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. So folks, this brings us to the end of today's episode, which is how to prepare financially financially. Um, for um, tougher economic times. Um, next week, tune in again at the same time. You can catch up on previous episodes. I, for example, referenced uh, episodes on inflation. You can go back. That was episode um, 10 and episode 11. So you can go back and re-listen to that. And if you need help, if you have questions, reach out to me. Um, catch up uh, on previous episodes on chri.ca, thrive1110.ca. Send me an email at bold um, at thrive1110.com to get some help and advice. And um, I'll uh, be able and uh, glad to serve you that way. So you've been listening to Thrive 1110 and this is Bold Carey, your host. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.